I could have nationally syndicated. Price of business, I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking about you and your business. So let's face it, what's going on in the political front is all of our business. You know, and for the first time in a long time, uh, we're seeing both sides talking about the need for uh, rule change around immigration and, uh, you know, and, and really talking about coming up with a policy that is consensus-based, at least on the, on the Democrat side, but also very based, which Republicans have been beating that drum and, frankly, have gone to another extreme in their approach with that. And so uh, it's interesting to see a different dimension to all of this. Lee Kaplan is a long-time regular on the price of business. He's an attorney, an entrepreneur, uh, and uh, love having him on the program. He, he can talk about all levels of government in a way very few of my guests can at his website, skv.com. And that's for uh, Smizer, Kaplan, and Veselka. That's skv.com. We always love having you on the program. Let's jump right into this topic of immigration. I found it interesting, and of course, while the Republicans were foundering, found, foundering over their situation of speaker several weeks back, almost 24 hours after Kevin uh, McCarthy was ousted, and it became very clear that they weren't going to come up with a new time quick, the Democrats declare, yeah, we're essentially going to adapt uh, Trump's policy. Not wholesale, but largely. You'd have a hard time telling a difference. And, and, you know, normally Republicans would be pounding their chest, but they were too busy trying to figure out who is going to lead their caucus. And I found that, uh, you know, both funny and, and sad for the Republicans uh, that are in such a mess. Um, but this result in policy change has, I think, a lot to do with the fact that uh, immigrants coming to places like Arizona and Texas and Florida where all of a sudden, uh, you know, these immigrants are being shipped up to uh, places like Illinois and like New York and, and even Martha's Vineyard, which I thought was bizarre. Uh, but these were all places that had a pretty much green light attitude about immigration and really didn't understand the kind of impact it has. And all of a sudden they got some intensive training rather quickly that, you know, I think it's changed the whole political dynamic. How's that for an introduction? There's a lot there. Well, all you have to do is talk to friends in South Texas to understand how much trouble the Democrats are in, not just in Texas, but most likely in Arizona and uh, not really in California, but also in places like New York City. Now, what's amusing to people in Texas is that if New York City gets 10,000 uh, immigrants shipped up there from Texas, suddenly that's a crisis. And as people in South Texas particularly know, we have hundreds of thousands of people crossing the border successfully without really being um, uh, delayed or hampered in those efforts. Now, the truth is we do not have a replacement birth rate in the United States. and uh, if people are truly honest with themselves, they know that we need more people. Our birth rate is falling, and if you can't get your house painted or your uh, meal served in a restaurant, it's probably because immigration has been choked down to some extent. And we need a comprehensive immigration reform, but the two sides just can't seem to get anything done. Uh, the historical analog to that 
is the failure of the Gang of Seven long ago when John McCain was still alive and in the Senate to broker an immigration compromise. And while some of the names of the players have changed, uh, the two sides are immovably opposed to one another. And I think that uh, the Biden administration is having real trouble dealing with this fallout because while Texas is reliably Republican, other states that might have been thought of as reliably Democratic are not, and that includes congressional seats. We may see more Republicans from Congress in Tex from South Texas than we would have ever expected. So that's a, that's a significant development, and I don't know that the Biden administration has figured out how to deal with it. Yeah, well, their only answer seems to be to now largely ad- adopt what looks like Trump policies. And, um, you know, in this conversation you're bringing up here, Lee, is something you and I have talked about often, which is nuance, uh, the idea of a third way of doing things, that we don't have to be in extreme corners. Oh, we need to let everybody in. Oh, no, we don't need to let anybody in. <laughs> It's really a third way, and uh, all kinds of jobs that won't be created because of a myopic, uh, really xenophobic uh, immigration policy. Um, you know, every time you know we're saying no to people around the world that are perfectly competent who will come here and pay U.S. taxes, and uh, instantly will lead to jobs being created around them that um, uh, will be filled by Americans. Uh, and as you pointed out. There are so many jobs Americans will not do, but there's people south of the board more than willing to do them. And uh, there's nothing really logical or consistent uh, about the way we're approaching things. I, I, don't, I don't see it. Well, and, and that is a bipartisan failure. And I don't think any third-party candidate has proposed an answer to it. The truth is mm-hmm. that the president has immense powers, limited really only by the courts. And it's surprising to me that the president cannot find a way to have more Border Patrol presence to apprehend people, more immigration judges assigned to places like South Texas, and and more marshals, et cetera, to enforce court appearances. And uh, I do not believe that we're better off choking off immigration. Because I don't believe, and this is my opinion, that people who brave the rivers and the floods and the snakes and the cartels with their children come here from a thousand miles away because they want a welfare check. Certainly not in Texas. People want to work. Most people do. And, And I don't know of any evidence that immigrants and you can call them undocumented, you can call them illegal, that illegal immigrants, if that's the phrase people prefer to use, commit crimes at a greater rate than the general population. They really just want to stay under the radar and work, and that leads Mm -hmm. to them being exploited. So there's room for a grand bargain if people like Ted Cruz would stop uh, creating false issues about it and would allow some immigration reform. We have one senator, John Cornyn, who probably dearly wishes that we could have some real reform, but he seems to be too timid to make that happen. It's too bad. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you have you know you were talking about the gang at seven. One of the one of the members of that, of course, was Joe Manson. Uh, he would, would you know regularly be uh, someone who could help make things happen, and, and of course, he eventually became hated by his colleagues in 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 the Senate, uh, and is now done with the Senate. Uh, it's just such an ineffectual body that the Senate looks more like the House. The House is just a zoo. I mean, it's utterly insane. It, it doesn't show any re- resemblance of any serious legislative body. You know, uh, you've got guys like Kevin McCarthy, who uh, who was one of the more sane members of the GOP side. He gets ousted, and he, he promotes, um, you know, what's his from Ohio. Uh, you know who I'm talking about, the chair of the Judiciary Committee. Uh, oh, like a bad game show. But he talks about how great of a legislator he's been. 16 years in Congress, not a single bill passed. I thought being a Well, it's surprising mean? to me that there's not a single piece of important legislation that they can agree on. And it's also surprising to me that we've not managed to do anything about the looming uh, deficit. And candidly, until such times as both sides are willing to touch the third rail, that is entitlements, which are now 70% of the budget, we're not going to get anywhere. I don't usually agree with Paul Krugman about things, but I'm pretty sure he's the one who said that the United States is a country with an insurance, is an insurance company with an army, and we've got to do better than that. And no one seems to have been able to get the nomination who can get to that point and muster enough people from both sides of the aisle to make something happen. And as long as both sides keep demagoguing, things like immigration or the budget, then we are doomed. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, Jim Jordan is who I was referring to. I, I know I'll have listeners who'll email me or, or uh, message me on Facebook and say, hey, Kevin, this is, this is who you're talking about. It's Jim Jordan I was talking about. It, it, it's, it is uh, really ridic- ridiculous. And both parties aren't particularly helpful. Well, they're not serious. And uh, we're going to go from a crisis of of America the doormat to a crisis of America not able to have the growth we enjoy that would come with normal immigration. We're already on the brink of that. Well, when I hear about illegal immigrants, one of the things I realize is that in the Trump administration, a lot of immigrants who otherwise would be legal became illegal. And if you mm-hmm. choke down the number of people allowed into the country, then it's easy to claim that there are a lot of people jumping the line and being and, and are illegal. Um, and in truth, we'd be better off if more of them were legal. Because oh, if absolutely. they work openly and pay taxes, we're better, better off. And that's something that just doesn't seem... Um, to appeal to enough people in the legislature for us to overcome this inherent bias against uh, "quote unquote" illegal immigration. Well, and and you know they talk about crime that comes with illegal immigrants. Part of that crime is uh, 
illegal immigrants attacking illegal immigrants. <laughs> and the reason why the crime happens is because they know that person's not turning them in because they will be turning themselves in potentially. And, uh, you know, so in other words, our current policy that's so short-sighted and makes it difficult for people to be here legally that really would make America a better place if they were is actually the real cause of the crime. Right. I, I think that's right. And and it's a lot easier to take advantage of people who are afraid to report a crime than people who are citizens or at least have green cards and do not have to be afraid of reporting a crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a few minutes we're, left. Creating, um, we're creating a monster and hurting the country economically. So yeah, we need to have a legal path. We need more enforcement, and that includes law enforcement and the judicial system and, frankly, the prison system because many prisons are people, uh, many prisoners are people who would be illegal immigrants, but they get deported frequently now, and then they come right back in. So we have to spend the money on law enforcement again and again and again. And that's, you know, that's really kind of ridiculous. and it just until somebody is, and I hate to use the word statesmanlike, but until somebody grasps this issue and is honest about it, we're not going to get anywhere. We'll continue mm-hmm. to have red states and blue states, and we'll continue to not solve our problems, which includes not collecting enough taxes and having a larger and larger deficit all the time. They do not add to the entitlements problem because they don't even get Social Security in most cases. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, final thoughts as we wrap it up, uh, including if you had any thoughts, any advice that you could whisper into Joe Biden's ear. Well, he's not going to appoint me the czar of anything anytime soon, but I would <laughs> say get the uh, the White House legal counsel to figure out how we can get more immigration judges into the valley and more immigration hearings to be held and then more enforcement so that people show up for their hearings and if they don't then they'll be deported yeah makes a lot of sense all right Lee Kaplan I always love having you on the program Spicer Kaplan and Veselka skv.com a business law firm I'm Kevin Price you're listening to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show <laughs>